What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Contractor Secrets Podcast. Big question for you. If I went up to your workers and offered them more money, would they leave? And if the answer to that is yes, this episode is for you. Um, if the answer to that is no, this episode is still for you because I want you to hear my story of how I've been able to attract and keep really good workers in my organization, in my business. And I think it's so important. So check out this episode. I think you're going to like it. I appreciate you guys. The big question you need to ask yourself every day is, do I own a job or do I own a business? And unfortunately, the majority of contractors out there own a job. That's right. They're a slave to their own business. But the other side of the fence is so much greener. It's so much better. And that's when you're finally fully in control of your destiny, your freedom, your time. And that's what Contractor Secrets is about. It's about taking back our time, building a business with systems, standards, values, procedures, putting yourself in the driver's seat. And that's what it's about. So I'm excited. I'm happy to have you here. Let's dive into the Contractor Secrets podcast. What's up, guys? I was not even planning on recording this episode, but I thought it came to my mind. And I had just got off the phone with my project manager, one of the guys that runs my projects. And, you know, I just got to reflecting. Um, When this guy joined my company, the game changed. He elevated the standard in terms of skill set. Now, if you're just starting out, which I know a lot of you are, you kind of have to fake it till you make it. You know, if you look, you know, unfortunately this happened, but if you look at the quality of our work, on jobs that we did early on when I was just getting going, I mean, it was it was subpar. And it's not because we did anything intentional. It's just because we just didn't have the skill set to really, you know, do a great job. Either either the, the work was kind of subpar or just took a really long time just because we had, you know, a bunch of amateurs, including myself, painting. And, we, you know, in the beginning of a business, that's okay. Just you can't get comfortable there. But in the back of my head, I realized, and this is the main focus of this this episode here, I realized I had to make my business appealing to good talent before good talent would even think about jumping ship to come work with me. Because ultimately, the best employees are not unemployed. We all know this. You know, the, 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 the best opportunity you're going to have at getting a really great employee a really great painter to work for you is either they move to a town, move to a new town. Maybe they, you know, they're just moving into the city and they need a job. Okay. Those are the absolute best. They're like steals. Okay. The other chance of getting a phenomenal employee is, is obviously somebody that's working for somebody else. Every great employee that I've found has left the job. Okay. Very seldom has somebody fallen outside of those two categories and have been a rock star worker for us, okay? So, with that being said, if you're a great employee and you're cruising on a ship right now, okay, and that ship is the job that they're working at, it runs okay. It gets them to the destination that they got to get to. By that, I mean it pays the bills. You know, there's some things they don't like about it. They're not enthusiastic about where they work, but the work's provided for them they do the work and that's it. Okay. Good employee satisfied with just the fact that they're getting paid, but wants to go elsewhere. Does your company provide a better ship? And by that, I really mean, 
Is it a safer tri- Is it a safer ship? Does the ship offer opportunity? Does the ship offer more than just more money? Because ultimately they're going to try to find another ship if money's the only thing that you bring to the table. And I was thinking about that. I'm thinking, man, I'm so grateful that early on in my business, I was able to appeal to this person who was looking for work elsewhere. And my appeal to him was number one, we have a foundation, a structural foundation of payroll. Okay. That's huge to people that actually want to buy things like a house, want to get a car, want to advance financially in life. They need a paycheck to do that. And this is one of my big topics. And I know it's sensitive for a lot of you guys out there because I know a lot of you guys take personal checks and write pay or Venmo money for payroll or pay cash. You're not doing anyone any favors by doing that. Okay. It might look good for them on a weekly basis that they get maybe a hundred bucks more than they would if it were taxed. But at the end of the year, guess what? They're going to speak to somebody who's doing their taxes and the guy's going to say, Hey, you owe 15 grand that wasn't taxed. Oh really? I thought my boss was supposed to be doing that. And that just opens up an unfortunate can of worms. So if you're operating that way, that's not a safe ship for somebody to jump off of good quality talent. And that's one thing that I was just reflecting on is the fact that had I not had a better ship, I would have missed out on this quality worker and not so much just him, the person that he brought. He brought another person into our business because we have a safe, better ship than where the other person was as well. And then that person brought someone in. So now I have three solid employees, solid workers that I never have to worry about because these solid employees, these solid workers find safety in my boat. They know that they're going to have work provided for them. They do not have to fear their job. They do get paid every single week. They do get pay stubs. You know, I I mean, the reality of the situation, guys, is we're in the trades. So by that, I really mean that unfortunately, our labor pool has circumstances that you as the business owner have to be a part of. Let me name a few. Child support, probation, um, you know, unable to manage finances, might need a loan here and there. Like these are things that, that as a business owner, you can, you can really help people advance in life in this regard. And what does that do? That provides loyalty. Okay. One of the guys that I have a quick story about this. One of the guys I have, he is by far our best painter. This guy, I, I will put him up against anyone in the United States in terms of the ability to cut stucco. I mean, and if any of you guys out there have painted stucco, you know that stucco is just the worst. It's just, it's the absolute worst. This guy cuts stucco so fast and so precise. It's just amazing. I mean, it's amazing. Okay. So with this guy, child support from two different states, okay, was afraid to get paid on a payroll because he knew that, guess what? The the payroll that he would have gotten is going to be sanctioned. Essentially, they're going to just take it. And he was worried about that. And it would have just raised all these flags. And there was a, a point in time where we actually kind of got into it about it. Because I'm like, look, it's not going to happen. Let me do what I do. Let me help you through this. So what did I do? I, I got information from both um, 
child support agencies. I tied it into the payroll company that I use for, for both agencies and in, in the two states that he had had it. And we worked it out to where a little bit came out every week. But guess what that did? That allowed him to feel comfortable about the fact that his whole payroll paycheck wasn't going to be taken away. Number one. Number two, he has pay stubs now you know, before the company he worked for before didn't offer him pay stubs and didn't care about him enough to, to, to work with him on, on getting some of this stuff figured out. And number three, he was able to finance a vehicle. Okay. And get it. Cause he got his license back because guess what? He was paying his payroll. So now he has his license back. I had to work with him and help him get through probation, you know, for a mistake he made a while back. But look, this is the position as a business owner, you might find yourself in, but when you have good people and you have great, you know, with great work ethic that you trust, you know, you might have to go to bat for them. And if you're not operating in a way that is a safe ship for them to jump onto, you're not doing what's in the best interest of these people, that these A plus workers that find sanctuary, you know, in your business. And that's what we're looking for. That's what we need to provide. That is your responsibility. Your responsibility is to is to provide a quote unquote safe haven for quality workers to feel number one, you know, like their job's not in jeopardy. Your mood every day determines whether or not they're going to feel that. And one thing that I want to say is that you know, how's your how how do you handle when things don't go right in your business? Is the first is the first reaction like? coming at somebody like, who am I going to blame for this? Or is your first reaction, hold on, let me gather all the information before I react the way that nature wants me to react, like angrily or, or take it out on somebody or, you know, cause, cause as a business owner, you have to understand that the last possible thing that you ever want to instill in the people that are working for you is fear. Because when people feel fear, they go to work every day looking out for themselves. They're afraid to make mistakes, which means they're afraid to be creative. They're afraid to, to, to you know, operate outside of the lines. And, and a quality company is a company that everyone feels comfortable operating outside of the lines. And by that, I mean going above and beyond, showing your personality, stepping back and just having a conversation with a customer. And, and, and that's the type of environment that I've created. And so many owners of businesses in the contracting world, guess what they do? They create fear. They create anxiety and stress. They hold paychecks above their head. Somebody commented in the the painting contractors group that I'm in on Facebook. One guy was putting together a checklist because he was so upset that his guys didn't follow the way that they were supposed to be painting a room or something like that. And, And the amount of people that said, take money away, was astronomical. I could not believe that that many people um, were 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 writing that that was an option. And I'll I'll be one hundred percent transparent transparent with you guys. I've been in this business now for four years, going on five. I've never taken a dollar away from any of my workers ever. They don't even know what that feels like. If something happens on site, my fault. I didn't create the system to prevent that from happening. That was on me. So if you have the habit of taking money away from your guys, you're, you're not going to build loyalty. You're not going to build trust. And I guarantee if I had a heart to heart with any of your workers, they feel fear that you have power to take their job away. And that ultimately means they cannot provide for themselves and their family. So my suggestion to you is to get better with your systems 
get better with your processes. If there's things that you don't like, it is your fault. You're the business owner. You need to take ownership of that. You need to pivot, switch gears. I would love to talk with you. If there's an area of your business where you just can't get it right, please reach out to me. Let's do a business breakthrough. Okay. And let's knock out that area of your business. So that's what I got for you. I just wanted to say that you need to be building a business that people want to work for. And you have to think greater than just money. If all you can do is wave money in front of people, you're not going to build the type of business that you're going to be able to just step away from. It just doesn't happen. You need to build more than that. You need to build safety, security. You need to build loyalty and all that guys, the benefit, greatest benefit is not the fact that you have great people working for you. Even though that's an amazing benefit It's the fact that those people will take that, that love. That's what it's called. It's called love. You got to love on your team. They're going to take that love and they're going to spread that love to your customers. And although you might not get the glory right away, they're going to give it to your customers and the customers are going to say great things about your business. And that's the way it works. So that's what I got for you. Kind of just a passionate one today because I'm passionate about this stuff. All right. So that's, that's what it comes down to. Get with me on a business breakthrough. Thank you guys for listening. Hey, I really hope you enjoyed the breakthrough series. Um, Hey, if you're interested in jumping in and allowing me to dive in and help you break down some barriers in your own business, please reach out to me. I'd love to have you on the next breakthrough series session where we will dive in. We will figure out what's going on in your business. I will give you actionable advice and you'll be able to use that advice and take your business to the next level. So if you're interested in that, reach out to me on Instagram, however you need to reach out to me, find me and we will set up a time for me to coach you through the barriers stopping you from growth.